the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. Man, I am joined by Coach uh, Tim Carter, One Take uh, Carter, (laughs) One Take Carter, uh, hey, if that name sounds familiar, uh, especially if you're around San Antonio, there's lots of good reasons for that. I just want to point out he is the winningest, winningest basketball coach at UTSA in the program's history. Man, that's an accomplishment. Well, we we had a we had a bunch of really good players, and uh, had some great coaches. I've had a number of my coaches go along to be high major coaches. Head coach at DePaul right now is one of my assistants. Really? Yeah. And so we've had some great coaches, but you don't you don't win games unless you have good players. Yeah, and we had a lot of good players. How'd you get those good players? We're going to talk about a lot of things, folks. <laughs> but I just got to talk a little bit of basketball first. We're going to talk about your new role with Nations of Coaches, a really cool ministry. But tell me a little bit. How'd you get those good players all those years? Well, we 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 had a foundation. The foundation was we had a great place to recruit to. And San Antonio is a great place to recruit to, the great weather. Uh, and uh, they had had some previous success at UTSA. And so uh, uh, I just took the spurs, took the warm weather, took the river walk, uh, took the uh, nice location and hired some good coaches Yeah, and made it a point to, to recruit certain kind of guys. And uh, we really made Dallas home for us. We look, got a lot of good players out of Dallas. Mm. Uh, there's an old philosophy, find a, find a city and make it work for you. And we made Dallas work for us. But uh, really, really made it a point to recruit the right kind of young people. And uh, when you're treating kids a certain way and when you have a good product to sell, yeah. you can get good players as long as you kind of kind of uh, are a decent guy yourself. Yeah. Well, where, where'd that idea of being a decent guy yourself, where'd that come from? Well, uh, uh, I, was, I was never a, a tough, mean guy. Yeah. Uh, I was always a guy that tried to stay in the middle. And I, I, could, get, I could get rough in practice <laughs> once I signed you. Uh, but uh, uh, I, just, I was always an even-keeled guy. And uh, thank God for my relationship with the Lord. I think that helped me to, to stay balanced. Uh, but I think young people saw that I was not a guy that was going to uh, just try to sell them a, a bunch of goods just to get them to come to UTSA. I wanted guys who, who knew I was going to be there for them. I had a relationship with their parents. To this day, I still have relationships with that right? my players. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll get a Christmas card. I'll send them Christmas cards. Uh, very first young man I recruited, uh, his his wife is now the head coach in Nebraska. Wow. And, uh, and his, his mother and I, he was my first recruit, Lloyd Williams, point guard. Started for me for four years and just yeah. a wonderful young man. Uh, we still stay in contact. So uh, 
it's 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 been great. It's yeah. really been great. Oh man, that's awesome. Well, tell me uh, tell me a little bit about because we're going to be talking about you doing this ministry, the nations of coaches. Tell me a little bit about your relationship with the Lord. Is this something from a young age? Is, did this come during college? When did this your relationship with the Lord kind of really solidify? Spring of 1976, I, I accepted Christ into my life as my personal so, uh, Lord and Savior. Yeah. And uh, uh, so I've been a Christian now since 76. Uh, been involved with uh, a lot of ministries over the years. I was on the FCA board here in San Antonio, FCA board in Oklahoma, FCA board in South Carolina. So I've always had a foundation of, of trying to live a Christ-like life. Yeah. Uh, uh, and... Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, young lady introduced me to Christ. Uh, she really? Was, she was, <laughs> yeah. She was, yeah. My, she was my girlfriend, and uh, she introduced me to Christ. And uh, uh, I didn't take it very serious. And then my best friend, he really got after me and, and shared at that time what was called the four spiritual laws. Yes. Uh, what's the guy's name? Bill Bright. Bill yeah, Bright. Bill Bright. Crusade for it's Christ. Uh, and he shared the four spiritual laws with me in the spring of '76. And and uh, God has been faithful and good ever since. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Tell me a little bit. We were talking about basketball <laughs> off air. Tell me a little bit about basketball for you yourself, because uh, I, I don't know about that. I know about you coaching. What was your playing career like? I went to Wichita North High School, same okay. high school oh, that Barry Wichita. Sanders came from. Oh, man. <clears throat> Lynette Woodard, the, probably the greatest yes. female player. Yeah. Uh, we all went to the same high school wow. uh, in Wichita, Kansas. Yeah. I played high school there. Then I went to Hutchinson Community College, was uh, recruited by a, guy, by a guy named Gene Cady, who coached at Purdue. Uh, yes. And uh, he uh, he left, and I played with it for his assistant coach. And I went to Kansas University, but I did not play at Kansas. Okay. Uh, I was asked to be a walk-on, and I knew what that meant. I was going to be a defensive dummy every day in practice, so I, said, <laughs> I don't want any parts of that. I wasn't very good. I was a very average player. Okay. And, uh, and, but I played in high school, junior college. And was lucky enough to come back to my high school and coach there for three years before I started uh, at the collegiate level. How did you get into the collegiate level? I knew when I was uh, – I have a testimony about how I I, I became uh, a coach. Yeah, but I, I want to hear it Kansas if you don't U- mind. Oh, no problem. Okay. No problem. I, I, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, my first, my first uh, semester at Kansas University, my first couple of days, one of my first classes – I walked into a class, and I, I I didn't I didn't do very good in math. Okay, did, did yeah. Very few you math classes. Both. Yeah. And I was in a trig class, and oh, that gosh. lady could have been talking Russian to me. Uh huh. And yeah. I walked out of that classroom. I walked down the hill towards my car, and I started praying, Lord, what do you want me to do? And by the time I got from the top of the hill down to the parking lot where my car was. I felt like God told me that number one, you like basketball. Number two, you like being around young people. Coach. Wow. And yeah. so uh, I, uh, I, start, I changed my major to education, and uh, I was very fortunate to start working basketball camps, getting to know college coaches. They say at that time I didn't know what I was doing, but what I was really doing, I was getting to know rising stars. You, get yeah. to, you, you, work, you work at camps around the country. Yeah. You meet assistant coaches, head coaches. Those assistant coaches are going to become head coaches someday. Yeah. They get to know Tim <clears throat> Carter. They hire yeah. Tim Carter. That's that's how it all started for me. But uh, wow, uh, I knew it at, a, at when I was at KU that I wanted to coach, yeah. and I was lucky enough that my high school coach asked me to come back to be his assistant uh, for one year, just as I graduated, and, and I was there with him for 
three years, and then I went to Oklahoma University. Started my started my career as a college coach, as a, as a GA, as a sure. gopher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who was the head coach at OU at that time? Billy I'm Tubbs. a big OU guy. You worked with Billy Tubbs. Billy Tubbs, <clears throat> uh, Wayman Tisdale. The oh, great, come the great, on. The great Wayman Tisdale was a freshman 23. on that team. Number oh. 23. He made, oh. he made 23 big before 23 really got big. That's the truth. Uh, That's the a truth. wonderful person. Uh Smile every day. Yeah. Just a great guy, and uh, I had no clue that he loved jazz. At that time, he played the bass, and I didn't didn't even know it. And uh, became a great jazz musician playing the bass. Yeah, Just a wonderful, wonderful guy. But uh, 83 with Billy Tubbs, uh, just that guy, he could make you laugh, and he'd look at you. And said, "What are you laughing at?" He just he was just a funny guy. He wasn't always trying to be funny. No, no, he was just a funny there, guy. There's stories about Billy Tubbs, like uh, when the fans were booing the refs and oh, everything. Yeah. Oh and, yeah, oh and yeah. So they told Tubbs to you know say something over the PA announcer, and he says, "Hey, I want you to stop booing, no matter how terrible the officiating is." Oh, oh and goodness. he gets a T, and the place goes crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy <laughs> Tubbs. Uh, who else was on that team that year with Wayman Tisdale? Wayman Tisdale, national player of the year, right? Oh yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. He was. I think he was the only first team freshman, first team All American. Yeah, that's what uh, it is. That's what it was. <clears throat> yeah, uh, but Billy yeah. Tubbs, Bo Bo uh, Overton. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Chucky Barnett. Okay, I uh, Chucky. I remember and, Bo uh, Overton. Big big. Uh, Big Time Jones, who was a who was a three man? It was a three man. I can't remember the three. Oh, okay. David Little, David Little, okay. great shooter. Okay, yeah. Uh, but we we went to the NCAA tournament and got won the first round against UAB. Okay, second game it got beat and and in Evansville by the great Bobby Knight at Indiana. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. That was the year Billy got hit by the car. Billy had a he was jog- jogging oh, I know. and got hit by a car. I didn't know it was that year. It was that year. And uh, Mike Newell, the assistant, he coached the team. Uh, in the NCAA tournament, okay, Billy, Billy was in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, he was jogging, right? Jogging, yeah, and jogging, got, and uh, uh, got hit by the car. But what really messed him up was when he fell, he hit his head on the curb. Oh man! And uh, oh, he, was, man. he was he was he was in bad shape for a while. Yeah, you know, I I obviously didn't know Billy Tubbs. I, I've heard, and I could be wrong, so I hate saying it, but he was. Kind of different after the accident. I don't you've know heard those. True. You've heard that, huh? Uh, is that, that true? That, that he, everybody says he was a little different. A little different. He was just yeah. a little different, but he still he still understood the game. Yeah. He he had a, he had a little bit more of a hearing issue. Okay. After that. Okay. But he to me he was the same guy. He was the yeah. same funny guy. Okay. Uh, I'll never forget him. I was my first head coaching job. I was with him in a gym in Las Vegas, and I said, Billy, what's the best zone offense you've ever had? And typical Billy Tubbs. Yeah, what he said. He said the best zone offense is five great shooters. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was a simple guy, and it was all yeah. about getting good players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, you got to work with Wayman Tisdale. Yeah, he was he was a special, probably the best player I've ever worked with. Yeah, I mean, I was I was, I was, I was just with him as if he was a freshman. Yeah, and I mean, he could score on that low block. Strong Christian young man, yeah, uh, and just like just a, a wonderful, wonderful guy. Yeah, was yeah. he? Would you describe him as a leader? I mean, I just don't know. Different guys are leaders. He, he led Some are in not. his own way. Okay, he okay. led in his own way from the standpoint of his personality. He wasn't a rah rah get in yeah. your face type guy, but I mean, every day he came to practice, he brought it. Yeah, and so that that if you're the best player, yeah, you come every day and you bring it. 
it trickles down without you really having to say a whole lot. Yeah. And uh, Billy was the kind of guy where if you didn't bring it every day, he'd find somebody else. Okay. Uh, yeah. But but, but Wayman was a, he just a, I can't say enough great things about the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you about uh, UTSA. Just I'm not going to ask like the best leader that you had because that that'll be unfair. But if there is one, but <laughs> just one that comes to mind in terms of. You know, yeah, this guy pops into my head. This is what made him special as a leader or anything. Do you have anybody that pops? You know, if if my guys were listening to this show right now, they'd yeah. say, see, I told you. <laughs> I told you you loved him. He's your favorite player. Uh, Lloyd Williams. Lloyd okay. Williams was our point guard for four years. He was the first recruit I, I signed at UTSA. And the thing about him, he was a point guard. Never mm. – in four years, had a bad practice. What? In four years, never had a bad practice. I mean, I never had to jump him. Never, yeah. I mean, the only thing I had to jump Lloyd about was I need you to shoot the basketball more. I got gotcha. you. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Uh, he started he was... for four years, and I, he coached. Uh, went on to be a really good college basketball coach. He took his team to the national tournament, NAIA tournament, about eight or nine years ago. Wow. And because of his wife's job, yeah. he was coaching, she was coaching. She moved up the ladder. Yeah. And uh, she's now the head coach at Uni- University of Nebraska. But Lloyd Williams was a great leader, great person. He fit everything that I was looking for in a point guard. Point guard has to be a coach. He has to be a coach. Now, today, yeah, people probably don't look at it like that. But back when I was when I was, I still thought your point guard had to be a coach. How do people think of it differently these days? They want to. They just want guys who can really score. And 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 not really. I don't. I don't see guys really looking at point guards as being the cerebral type that they wanted back in the day. You got to be able to score, set the offense. Yeah. But uh, the ball really is not in point guards' hands anymore. That they get rid of it pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is there any point guard today, like if you watch the NBA or college, that you're like, yeah, but this guy, I like the way he controls the game. Well, or- Tony Parker. Yeah. He's not playing anymore. Right, right. Tony Parker was a pure, pure point guard. Yeah. I mean, he was pure. Uh, uh, Today, oh, my goodness. Uh, You you, you had put me on the spot. I know. I know Uh, I did. That's all right. Oh, boy, 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 boy. Probably probably the guy that's that's with uh, Miami Heat right now, Lowry. Lowry is kind of a pure point. Okay. Uh, He kind of controls tempo, controls the offense. The ball's pretty much in his hands coming down the floor. Yeah. But I'd say Tony Parker epitomizes what I thought was a pure, pure point guard. Okay. And obviously the John Stocktons of the world. Sure. The Johnsons of the world. Those guys were just unreal. But today I'd I'd venture to say Kyle Lowry jumps out at me probably more than anybody. Okay. So it's just changed. Oh, yeah. yeah, Oh, it's just changed. Yeah, I mean, you you got you got Westbrook playing point guard right now. Yeah, and uh, yeah. he's a score. Right, he's he's not a pure point guard. Right, he, he just, yeah, he's he's looking to score the ball. But that's that's kind of what my thoughts are. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's yeah. good. All right. Well, um, I want to ask you about uh, this new role that you have with Nations of Coaches. You're the regional director over Texas. This is kind of a new thing after your 34 year <laughs> college basketball coaching career. Um, how did this happen? Tell us first of all. Just, I mean, how do you explain nations of coaches? What is it? What are you it's, doing? It's a thirteen-year-old uh, organization. Yeah, and we put people behind the scenes of college basketball programs, be it NAIA, Division two, II, Division three, uh, low major, high major, mid major. We put a character coach behind yeah. the program. 
and he he serves the head coach from the standpoint of being a spiritual confidant. He serves the team in regards to being a spiritual confidant, and uh, uh, it has become so successful Hmm. that we have a hard time finding character coaches for a lot of programs because you got to get the right guy. Sure. You got to get a guy who, number one, loves the Lord. Yeah. uh, Because even though he may not be preaching the gospel every day, he's preaching character. And depending upon how much the head coach wants that guy involved behind the scenes, he may be doing Bible studies with the head coaches. He may be doing Bible studies with the team. He may be doing what's called character moments, uh, maybe once or twice a week. But he's a guy behind the scenes of Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, NAIA programs, junior college programs, that is like a spiritual confidant, a yeah. spiritual servant to the head coach. And uh, a lot of Power Five schools, uh, they'll get a character coach and they'll fall in love with the guy, and they will go to the administration and say, well, I'm going to put this guy on staff. What? So now he can now travel with us. Come on. Oh, yeah. If you make him a special assistant to the yeah. head coach, and now you pay him a dollar a month yeah. or whatever they want to pay right, him. Right, right. But you've got to pay him. Uh, and a lot of guys are full-time, and they travel with the teams. And so it's a wow. wonderful, wonderful organization that uh, allows me – to still spread the gospel, yeah. even though I'm not there. Uh, so yeah. we put, we, like, we, we we put godly men behind programs, and most 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 teams you would never know. Every team in San Antonio has a character coach, but one. Well, Every congratulations, yeah, everyone, and I'm 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 excited about that uh, because uh, I wanted to make sure I took care of home first, and so we were able to do that. But when you look at the number of schools in the area and the, to, to to realize that every school has a character coach yeah. but one. And then uh, we've, we've placed 21 character coaches throughout Texas in the year that I've been with the program. How about that? Uh, so it's God has been faithful. That's that's a lot that's in a, a lot. short time. <clears throat> yeah, that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. So Texas was a little bit kind of wide open. I mean, they said, hey, Coach Carter, yeah. get in there and do what you do. Well, um, <clears throat> they came to me four years ago. Okay. I was still teaching. I was teaching. And they said, Tim, you were you know, teaching. What I is that? What I was that? teaching uh, middle school. When, yeah. I, when I retired from yeah. coaching, we came back to San Antonio. Okay. We were going to use San Antonio as kind of a stopping, just, just, just a rest place for okay. a while. I was going to get back into coaching. Okay. And I had a chance to go to a, a Power 5 school as, as a, a special assistant to the head coach. Oh, wow. And my wife says, okay. you know, I'm tired of moving. Okay. And we'd been married at that time for 30, well, well, boy. Been married. We've been married a long time, but we've been married. We moved a lot. Yeah. And, and oh yeah. She said. Uh, she says, you know, I'm tired of moving. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I don't have a problem with it. And so she got a teaching job, and uh, I got a teaching job at a middle school teaching health. Absolutely yeah. loved it. You did? Yeah. That's so different uh, yeah, than no. anything you'd done. Well, I tell you what happened. Uh, I taught health when I was teaching in high school. Yeah. Before I became a college coach, I taught health, and so uh, uh, the opportunity popped up for me to. To do it again, yeah, I got recertified, and I uh, did it for six years. And what's funny about it is the first – I was at a middle school, and the guy says uh, – he says, would you mind coaching our eighth-grade basketball team? <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> but I don't, I don't want to lose this opportunity. I said, yeah. sure, I'll do it. Just loved it. You the did. Guy, the guy wow. thought I walked on water. 
Yeah. You know, I coached I coached the eighth grade basketball team, loved it. And uh, which school was that at? At Where Metzger at? Middle School Metzger. and at Woodlake Hills Middle School. Okay. I, was, I okay. started out at Woodlake Hills. Yeah. And then I went over to Metzger. Um but I loved it, loved just really loved it. You know, I didn't have to worry about the media, didn't have to worry about about curfews, didn't have to worry about grades. Grades, grades. Uh, I, I just taught taught my little sixth, seventh, and eighth graders and coached my basketball team eight or nine games, and I went home. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, that's and, great. Uh, and then about four years ago, nations of coaches who I was very familiar with, okay, they came to me and said, "Hey, Tim, you know, we don't have a regional director in Texas." Would you now, consider now doing how did it? that happen? How, I mean, so they were familiar with you. You were familiar with them. I oh, mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, because as a college coach, they would come to the Final Fours. They were a young yeah. organization. Yeah, yeah. They'd come to the Final Fours. They would, they would have booths. They would have uh, 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 get-togethers for coaches. And so I got to know them, and one of, their, one of their VPs was a dear, dear, dear friend of mine. Yeah. Dear friend okay. of mine to this day. Okay, yeah. And he used, to, he used to always mess with me. He said, we're going we're gonna, to we're, we're gonna get you, Carter. We're going to get you. I said, well, I want to do it. Yeah. I want to do it, but let, let me finish up and get this extra pension. Because yeah. teaching, I had no idea when I started that if, they, if I did five years, I'd have another pension. Yeah. So I did it for five oh, years. Oh, you had to, man. And, You're a smart uh, guy. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and so uh, four years ago, they came to me and said, hey, Tim, we, we, we'd like you to do it. I said, I can't do it. I got three years to go yeah. before I get my five years in. I just want to do five years. Yeah. And when COVID hit, uh, August 2020, I was planning on going back. And I said, you know what? I'm done. I know what I want to do. I want to be a Nations of Coaches regional director. And wow. uh, I called him up, and I started in October. So I've been with him now for a year and a month. Yeah. And it's been an absolute wonderful, wonderful experience to be able to walk in. And because I know all the coaches in Texas. Sure. I'm, I mean, they, they invite me in. Yeah, uh, a lot of times they want me to evaluate their teams. And, is that right? Oh, it's 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 great. It's that, great. I, and my my the great thing about it is this: when I walk out of that gym, I'm still undefeated. <laughs> I'm still undefeated. I love it. So I get yeah. to go to their games and and watch their watch their games and and when I share with them about nations of coaches, yeah, coach, we want a character coach. Yeah, we want one. And so, uh, wow, so my job is to go out and find a guy that. That the head coach approves. Sure. Uh, yeah. And uh, so it's it's been a blessing not only for me to be able to help coaches. Yeah. You know, I always wanted to help coaches. Uh, even when I was a head coach, I, I've had every one of my assistant coaches, with the exception of one. Yeah. In my 20 years of being a head coach, every last one of them became a head coach. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Every yeah. La- and the one that's not a head coach yet. He's going to be a head coach. Okay. He's, a, he's associate head coach right now at a Power 5 school. So I feel really good that I hired the right people. Yeah. People who want to be head coaches. And now for me to be able to not only help those guys, now to be able to help coaches behind the scenes, I couldn't think of a better thing for me to do right there at this point in my life. I didn't have to move. I love San Antonio. And plus, I'm able to stay here and do radio for UTSA home games. So, I mean, unless you want to give me some extra money, you know, (laughs) does it get any better? You're living the dream. Oh, it it doesn't get any better. Dream. So, I mean, you're around basketball so much. Yeah. Yeah, what a joy that you still get to enjoy that without having to worry about the W's and that's right and the L's. That's right. That's right. Just behind the scenes, helping coaches. uh, Stop by practices a lot. And uh, I'm all over Texas. Uh, I've got character coaches in Florida, Arizona, Oklahoma, and Kansas. 
So, yeah. Because I know a lot of people. So I, if we can, if we can help them with a character coach, we want to do it. We want to do it. That's awesome. Tell me about, you mentioned, because uh, I got to start thinking how many schools are in San Antonio alone. I mean, you got somebody at UTSA. I know that. The, well, the only school that we don't have a character coach at is St. Mary's. Okay. But uh, all the Trinity, UTSA, uh, Our Lady of the Lake. UIW, did you uh, say UIW, that? UIW, uh, and really, that's four, and St. Mary's is the only one that we don't have a character coach yeah. at. So uh, four out of five, not bad. That is not bad at all. Not bad. I mean, you've only been doing this for a year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of, we've got character coaches throughout the state of Texas, and uh, uh, we're close to uh, getting two more within the next two weeks. I won't say where they are yet. Okay. But we're close right. to getting two more character coaches placed uh, uh, in schools in Texas. And then from that point, what I'll do is I, I, won't, prom- I won't push the character coach as much I'll be out visiting with schools that don't have a character coach. Okay. Just building relationships with those guys. Yeah. Because once the season starts, those head coaches, they want, they want to focus on coaching their team. Okay. And All they right. don't like a lot of new things around their program once, once the year starts. So I'll just focus on just stopping by, watching practices, and then in the spring we'll get going again. But uh, it's a lot of travel. Uh, but I, I pretty much set my, own, set my own schedule, but it is a lot of travel. Yeah. Well, you talk about travel, and this is uh, – this is a ministry that uh, people have an opportunity if they want to be a part of your team, right? Absolutely. I uh, I don't get paid. I raise my own funds to travel. Yeah. And okay. so uh, if if uh, if if you if you think that this is something you'd like to be a part of, uh, I'd I'd love for you to join our ministry, join our team because uh, uh, it does take a lot of money for me to travel. And, and oh, yeah. I do I do have donors who who've bought in and love what we're doing. Yeah. And we have a lot of alumni who realize what we're doing with their programs, and they say, "Hey, you know, I like what you're doing." And so they've got on board and they've become donors. and And even my church has been huge. My church has been awesome in regards to uh, their support of, of of this ministry. What church is that? Now Word Covenant Church. Okay. Yeah. My now Word. Where is that? Keith Graham is on. Oh boy, so Nacogdoches. Yeah. And Thousand yeah. Oaks. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one I thought. Yeah. 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 Uh, Right over there, yeah, yeah, I know exactly where that is. Uh, there used to be a church in that building before. That's right, a while that, back. That's right, yeah, yeah. And now no that word. church is uh, is uh, 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 new creation. Yeah, new Christian creation. fellowship was there. Yeah, and uh, we went in and took over the building, gutted it out. And beautiful, beautiful facility right now. Oh man, that's awesome. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's cool. All right. Uh, well, anything else you want to tell us about Nations of Coaches um, or some of the things you're seeing with basketball these days? When you go around, well, I got a question, then you can tell me more about Nations of Coaches. When you go around and these coaching friends say, hey, take a look, uh, you know, tell me what you think. What sort of things do you tell them? Just for example, as well, I know you see basketball different than me. I just enjoy it, but you're seeing it a whole different level. If, if I walk into a practice, I, I have a little small notebook, yeah, and I, I take notes. And uh, even though I'm just watching their practice, I'm taking notes. And a lot of times, coaches are, "Coach, what are you doing?" I'm just taking notes on what I'm seeing. Yeah. Oh yeah, tell me what you're seeing. Okay. And yeah. so I talk about uh, what, uh, what what the assistant coaches are doing. Okay. I talk about body language. I talk about effort. Yeah. Uh, uh, seems like you got a guy over here that seems to to really not be into it. Uh, and you never know. It's funny you would say that, Coach. He broke up with the gr- he broke up with uh, his girlfriend yesterday. Stuff like that. Wow. And so I watch coaches. I watch assistant coaches. See how engaged they are. Uh, and uh, I don't really talk 
much about the ball going in the hole, stuff like that. I yeah. talk about just just That's what I cool. see in regards to behind the scenes type stuff. Yeah, coaches and you know defensively. They may ask you what do you think about my defense, but they really they know what they want to do. Yeah, I just talk about staffs and and body languages and and uh, and uh, uh, little things like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. All right. Anything else about nations of coaches or um, how many schools did you say you've you've got character uh, coaches in Texas alone? Uh, Twenty one total. Man, twenty one in total. a year. Yeah. How'd yeah. you do that? Well, I know a lot of people. Yeah, and uh, you, you have one of the one thing one of the reasons why they came to me was yeah. because I knew coaches. Yeah. in Texas, and and I think people knew that I was a straight shooter, and I think a lot of coaches knew I loved the Lord. Yeah, and so when I when I make a phone call, hey, coach, can I come watch practice? And uh, it's not like, well, what are you coming for, Tim? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, absolutely, come in. As a matter of fact, I want you to take a look at my team, and what do you think? Yeah. So it's they've been very receptive to me showing up. Yeah. And uh, and then once they realize what I'm doing, and I share with them, with this school has a character coach, and that school has a character coach, and we'd love to get one for you. Yeah. Uh, coach, yeah, I want one. I yeah. want one. What is it? What is it? Do I have to pay them? No, you, you don't pay them. They're, <laughs> they're volunteers. Yeah. And so uh, uh, it's it's. I just I can't think of a better thing for me to do at this point in yeah. my life. I really I really feel that way. Uh, I just feel like. Uh, you know, you never know when God's going to call you home, but I want to finish strong. Yeah, oh, I just want to just want to finish strong. I don't. I may be. I may be here thirty years or, or, or two days. I just want to finish strong. That's good. That's yeah. real good. All right, that's Coach Tim Carter with Nations of Coaches. You can go to nationsofcoaches.com, I believe is the website. He is uh, the regional director in just over a year, man, 21 schools in Texas. And uh, I'll be curious to see where you are after this season when you get back in with more coaches. But obviously you're doing a great job. And and just to finish up, I mean, they're working with 3,500-plus coaches. Unbelievable, unbelievable to see coaches and all whom they influence impacted for the glory of God. So, Coach Carter, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for answering God's call. Your impact is uh, it's big, and it's just going to get even bigger. So, um, man, I- I'm excited for you and what you're doing. So I just want to remind our listeners, unless there's anything else you want to say. You got I'm good. Else? Thank finish, you for having you me. It's been strong. great. Oh, man, thanks for being here. Been great. Appreciate it. And I just want to remind our listeners what uh, Coach Tim Carter, the winningest coach at UTSA of all time, you can hear him calling the games, uh, analyzing the games even now. Real quick, okay, how's UTSA look for this year? Uh, they played Trinity two nights ago. Okay. Really, really good. Okay, okay. And uh, what impressed me more than anything else was the lower bowl of the convo was oh. full. First game, that's big time. Oh, that's so good. that that's uh, I think football is having a great year. That yes. doesn't hurt yeah, when it good. comes to uh, those students students being on campus wanting to see some basketball. Good. So good things. Steve Henson is doing a great job. Good, he's, doing, he's a good man. Okay, good, man. good, good. Yeah. I'm really glad to hear that. All right, well, Coach Tim Carter is doing what we want you to do. We want you to realize the hope. We want you to remember the hope. We want you to recognize the hope. We want you to remember the truth of who Jesus is, the way, the truth, and the life. He is the resurrection and the life. He loves you. He came and died for you. He gave you his spirit living inside of you. Not so you can just sit on the couch, not so you can just sit back and say, look at me, I'm loved by Jesus. He has called you to do 
what he's called you to do, great things. He's called you to serve. He's called you to love. He's called you to teach. He's called you to empower. And he's, man, he's ready. Are you ready to answer the call? That's what Coach Tim Carter's been doing and has done now with the nations of coaches. And I just want to ask you to listen for how God is calling you, what he's telling you to do, because he's got something that only you can do. He used Tim Carter's gifts. He used Tim Carter's connections. He used Tim Carter's experiences. So what are your connections? What are your experiences? What is God calling you to do? Be ready. And then remember that hope. That's what we talk about from 2 Corinthians 3.12. If you want to reach out to me, email me, steve at verybold.com, steve at verybold.com. I would love to hear what God is calling you to do or how I can pray for you. But our ministry name, radio name, comes from 2 Corinthians 3.12. This is how we sign off each and every week. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.